I am Casey Moss. I'm the teaching pastor here. And uh, I feel like I should introduce myself to everyone. It's been a while. So um, it's good. We're glad to have you here. Um, if you were here yesterday for the Mamahood event in any capacity, if you were physically in this building yesterday, stand up. So that's awesome. The other about 60% of this group is home in bed. Um, thank you guys for coming, for being here, for participating. Uh, we had a fantastic time yesterday. Uh, if you are new with us, this is your first time or second time here, we are super excited to have you here. If you would like, out in the foyer, at that little coffee bar area, will be some of our uh, some of our staff and leadership team folks with some connect cards. We like to get your information and sell it to other telemarketers. <laughs> it just helps fund things here at church. I'm, no, we will not do that. They don't pay very well. And... Um, but we want to be able to let you know about other events like the Mamahood Meetup event. We have some great things for families happening this uh, summer. Uh, at least one of those events uh, involves ice cream. So it's going to be a great time, and we would just love to connect with you uh, in that way. So, uh, and there's also like a, a free gift and a mug and stuff as well. So you have picked a great Sunday to be here. Um, that's not why. That's, boy, that's going to take some explaining now. Uh, that's not what I intended to show because that's our senior pastor, his wife, and one of the ladies from church uh, doing drugs. <laughs> Welcome to Heritage Fellowship. That was smooth. Um, yeah, so actually, uh, they are, are part of the team in Africa, and they are taking their anti-malarial medications, Hallelujah. which we are very grateful for. Um, so, that's awesome. But if we could pull up my keynote, I left it on the desktop to the right. Um, that would be great. Um, and then I'll tell you, or maybe I do have to exit this. So, yeah, sorry about that. So, we, uh, we're glad you're here to see. They are taking their medicines. They are doing very well. And Sunday after next, we'll probably uh, bring an update on how they're doing. So, nope, that's still not them. Sorry, you start it when you're ready. So, uh, you picked a great Sunday to be here because we are starting our new teaching series on the book of Matthew. Oh yes, you should be that excited. 28 chapters of goodness in the book of Matthew. Uh, so, uh, the over-under is four and a half, yet another way we raise money is betting how long. We don't do that either. Um, so... The question is, though, let's start with this. Why are we here? Why are you here this morning? Some of you are here just because it's, you were here last Sunday and the Sunday before that, and you just come because you come. Some of you are here because your wife won't let you ride your motorcycle unless you come to church today. So you come to church this morning, you get the afternoon to ride, right? I know why some of you are here. Some of you are here because you came to this mamahood event thing yesterday, and you thought, these people are kind of crazy. I'd like to see what they do on a Sunday. We're really glad you're here. Um, next Sunday will be a little different. Please come back. The Sunday after that, probably different than these two. Please come back. Uh, maybe just commit to the series of Matthew. That, that would be good. Um, but why are we here? Well, and specifically, why are we here at this part of the sermon or the service? Why are we having teachings? Why is there a sermon? Why do we do this? Well, I would say to you, these are my goals, and I think these are our goals. Uh, number one, we want to learn about Jesus. 
This is a, a, a time of teaching and preaching and encouragement, but we want to learn about Jesus. But it's more than learn about Jesus. We really want to know him. Right? And, and it's not just that we want to know him, but truly we want to become like Jesus. And, and so that's why we're, we're doing this. We were, you know, there's the expression, you, you become like that which you worship. And so one of the things that worship does for us is it allows us to become more like Jesus. And so we have that expression. Information leads to, leads to revelation, leads to transformation. So that's why we're here for information to learn about Jesus, but for revelation, which comes when we really know him. But more than that, we want to the, the become like him, to see our lives transformed. So we're, we're not just here to listen to this guy up there with a new shirt, by the way, new shirt. I've been waiting to break this out. It, it's a little wrinkled, but I don't care. That's okay. Um, but, but we're here to be transformed. And then beyond that, we are here to, to not just learn about Jesus and to know Jesus, but to become like him and then to lead others into that relationship with Jesus. And ultimately, we're here to be equipped to do life out there. This isn't life in its totality. Life is to be lived out there. And we're coming to be equipped to become more like Jesus so that we can train others and teach others and lead others, not by what we know, but by who we've allowed what we know to turn us into. Jesus. And so that's what this series of Matthew is going to be about. Now, we have this this thing, information, revelation, transformation. I've been saying propagation, but but apparently there are at least one person on the front row that lives in my house doesn't like that word. So if you could help me out with another word that would fit in there, I would be grateful. That would that would be that would be wonderful. Um, so we've been just catch us all up. We were in the book of Ephesians, six chapters. We plowed through that in like two years. And so um, we did a, a, a little series on the, the word, the importance of the word. And we had a teaching series here at church. We also ran a parallel small group to that. You guys remember that. And then we've just come out of uh, a, a series on worship. And now we find ourselves here on purpose. But this is where we, one of the places we ended in Ephesians six nineteen through 20. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I'm an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it, declare the gospel fearlessly as I should. So why Matthew, right? Why Matthew? Because we want to fearlessly make known and fearlessly declare the gospel. Matthew is literally the gospel truth. That was funnier in my head. The gospel means good news. We have good news to share. And so we're going to spend this time in Matthew investing in, learning about, knowing about, being transformed by the very gospel that we have to share, the very good news that we have to share with a lost and dying world. So we are here for the good news And we have some very, very good news. So I want to take just a couple of minutes and we're going to review the gospel message. Because before we spend the next five years talking about the gospel of Matthew, I want us to all have this foundational place of the gospel. 
So here we go. These are, these are the scriptures. Um, you, you can, well, I'll tell you why you don't have to write those down later, but you can write them down if you want to. Romans 3.23. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All of us. We've all not lived up to the, the perfected level of our creator. And the wage of that sin is death. But see, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. And God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life. So God made him, Jesus, who had no sin, to be a sin offering for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved. And we believe in him and we are saved. Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And it was by grace you have been saved through faith and not from yourself. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. That is the gospel message. That we were sinners, but God loved us so much that he sent his son to die for us. And he had to die because the wage of sin was death. And somebody had to die for our sins. And it was either us or Jesus. But God loved us so much that a perfect sacrifice was made so that we could live a life in relationship with God and not apart from him. And you know what? This is not just some like get saved from everything in the past so you can hold on and one day get into heaven. The gospel is not just about getting into heaven. The gospel is about the here and now. We weren't just saved from something. We were saved to something. And and we're not here just holding on to the end so we get to go be with Jesus. We're living a life with Jesus right now. That's good news. In a world that's lost and dying and hopeless and has really no answers other than a band-aid for all of our problems. And saints, we have plenty of problems, but we only need one answer, and that's the life that we have in Jesus. And we have that life through the power of the gospel. That's good news. So I don't know about you, but I'm excited. And I'm really excited about digging into Matthew, the the, the gospel, to to learn what it is, the the underpinning, the foundation of all of this. See, see the, the, the church, not just this church, but like the church everywhere, like the church proper, all of Christianity, all of, of what a Christian believes, all of my life and all of your life is built on the simple truth of the gospel. We have nothing more that we can offer to anyone. And when we lay our head down at night, the only peace that we have is found in the gospel. And when we wake up in the morning and we face the challenges of the day, the only reason that we can get out of bed with any sort of peace is because of the gospel of Jesus. So one of the main reasons why Matthew is so important is because of its verification of Jesus as the long-awaited Messiah, the one who brought salvation to the Jews and to all of the nations. And Matthew has the most complete compilation of Jesus' teachings, exhortations, prophecies, and parables found anywhere in Scripture. If you really want to understand the foundation of our faith, then we need to understand Jesus. Because we're Christians. Our faith is that of the Christian faith. And we're called Christians because we are to be like Jesus Christ. And I want us to spend some time, a lot of time, digging into who Jesus was and what he said and what he taught and how he lived and where he went and how he did it and what he's commanded us to do. 
and what it really means to be a Christian. And honestly, I can think of no better place to be than the Gospel of Matthew. So that's why we're here. Let me read a a good quote here for you. So the interest in Jesus is at two levels. First, there's the purely historical concern that this is who Jesus was and this is what he said and what he did and and this is this Jesus who was crucified and raised from the dead whom we now worship as the risen and exalted Lord. Jesus existed as a person. 100% man, 100% God walked on this very earth and, and he taught, and he had followers. And, and so there's a lot to be learned by studying who Jesus was. We can learn about who Jesus is when we study about who he was. Because the Bible says that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He was and is and is to come. So let's not get grammatically messed up on the fact that Jesus is way bigger than we are. Second, though, there's the existential concern for recalling this story for the needs of later communities that did not speak Aramaic but Greek and did not live in a basically rural, agricultural, Jewish setting. See, that's the place that Jesus lived on the earth. He spoke Aramaic and it was a rural, agricultural, Jewish setting. But the, the, the life and impact of Jesus was beyond that. So as we study Matthew, we're, we're actually studying then then how, what Jesus did and said and was, and how was that propagated Sorry. to Rome or Ephesus or Antioch where the gospel was encountering an urban, an urban pagan environment? When we talk about, see, we're not just in here to make ourselves feel good about the knowledge that we gain about Jesus. What we're doing is we want to, we want to learn about Jesus and we want to know him, an intimate personal relationship with him, and we want to be changed by that so that we can take that out to the world. And when we study Matthew, we see a group of people that had a close, personal, intimate relationship with Jesus, but was tasked with taking out that to the world and changing the entire world. And I feel like we have a culture that in our country and in our world that that is no longer um, at its very core has a basic understanding of Christianity. And in many ways, the gospel, when when it was freshly done... When Jesus had just ascended back into heaven and there's the work of the kingdom to be done, the the believers faced a culture that that did not inherently understand what it was they had to say. And it it was a different time and a different language and different background. And we find ourselves as Christians in 2019 in America to a culture that's much different from our own, but yet we're called to impact that for the name of Jesus. Man, how do you do that? I can think of no better way than to see what Jesus told us to do and how it was done in the book of Matthew. So I don't know about you, but I'm excited about this. Matthew makes you thirsty too, just in case you were wondering. Okay, so, so this is it. This is, this is the title. Matthew, the life and teaching of Jesus. Well, in case you wondered, we're just doing a series introduction. I'm not really introducing Matthew today. I'm introducing a series on Matthew. You know, I'm settling this preacher thing, so I'm like introducing an introduction now. I mean, this is, this is great. I'm going to have four or five conclusions. So yes, Jesus' life and his teaching. So let me say, Jesus' life was his teaching, and his teaching was his life. So I, I, don't, I don't put this up here to separate 
him. You know, we have this thing, do as I say, not as I do. And I think what I'm just putting out for us for when it comes to Jesus, it's do as I say and do as I did. Because I did what I said I would do. And what I said I was do, would do has been done. And if I said it, I'm going to do it. And if it hasn't been done yet, then it's still going to happen because I said it. And everything that Jesus said will come true. So it's the ultimate do as I say and do as I do. And the unity and harmony between those two things is part of, I mean, not just a little unity and harmony, but a complete merging that everything he said and everything he was and everything he did lined up completely. And I think that's part of the power of the gospel of Matthew is that it is a completely unified story of the life and action and teaching. And there's not a single piece of it that's out of line. And and I love that. Because I'll tell you what, people can spot a faker a mile away. And that's one of the things that I love about this body is that we're authentic. You know, and we don't come here and get all dressed up and and try to convince everybody else that our life is okay. Like we're real people that have real problems, but we also acknowledge that we have a real savior who's really bigger than our real problems. And as we're able to walk in the authentic power of the real gospel, that's how we impact the world. That's how Jesus did it. He didn't just have this thing he said to try to get followers and then bemoaned it to the disciples in the back room. Every moment of every day, Jesus was authentic. And the gospel that we have allows us to be authentic in every moment and every day. And I'll tell you, I feel the most like myself when I'm the most like Jesus. And the only inauthentic thing about me is this sin nature that, that I just want to get rid of. And when I'm, when I'm struggling, that's not who I am. Who I am is I'm called to be like Jesus. And I'm on this journey of being more and more and more like him. But I love doing life with a group of people that realize, hey, you don't have to be perfect. Go on this journey of perfection with me. And if that's you, you're in the right place. Because none of us are perfect. But I'll tell you, we're all going to look a whole lot more like Jesus at the end of this thing than we do here today. Because you can't spend as much time as we're going to spend studying Jesus and knowing who he is and then knowing him on a deep personal level and allowing him to be... to We can't spend that much time and not be changed. You're either going to be different or you won't be here. I, I, I mean, it's just, that's the way it is. I mean, it, it's, you, we're going to spend a whole lot of time talking about Jesus. And that either is going to change my flesh, to, or it's going to kill my flesh one way or the other. I'm excited about it. I get a dollar every time I say the word excited. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> you know, and we've often said... This is one of the things the Holy Spirit said to me, I love it, that the gospel is both the plan and the power of salvation. And so we're not going to spend time in Matthew learning a whole bunch of rules. Because our Christian faith isn't about rules, it's not about getting ourselves right so that we can come to Jesus. We're going to learn how the original people came to Jesus, and I'll tell you, they were pretty messed up. And I'll tell you what, if that's how the original 12 came to Jesus, then that's how we're going to come to Jesus, exactly like we are in our mess. And we're going to see these people transformed over time because they spent time with Jesus. I mean, they spent time literally in the book of Matthew. They were like, in the book of Matthew. And that's what God has called all of us to do, just to spend time with him. And it's not about being prettied up and learning how to get to, in Jesus' favor. It's learning how to walk in relationship with him. I'm excited about that. The message of Christianity is not about following a list of rules. It's about following Jesus. 
And it's meant to live a life of relationship, not one of legalism. And the gospel is not just the plan of salvation, but it's the power to get there. And that's where we're going to be in the gospel of Matthew. We're going to learn about this Jesus, the things he said and the things he did, and about his life and his teaching and how they were really one thing, and how we're called to live a life to mirror Jesus and then we're going to learn about that. We're going to learn about what Jesus had to say. Because if it was important enough for Jesus to say it, it's important enough for me to figure it out and to study it and learn it. Are you excited? Yeah. Man, I tell you, I'm excited. I'm up to $18. Okay. Now that you're excited, I want to tell you some things that the Holy Spirit's been doing. There's been some people working really hard behind the scenes to get some things into place that I I really think, not because it's something that I've come up with or Jared or Lene or Kara have come up with, but I really think there's some really Holy Spirit-inspired things that we're going to do. And I'm going to tell you what they are. I'm going to invite you to participate with us. You don't have to. That's okay. Um, I really hope you do because we're going to dig. This is going to be a big-time study of Matthew, Okay. So we have created, Kara, hand me that down there. We have created for you I love it. You don't even know what it is, but you're excited about it. It's a three ring binder. This is the Matthew binder. Right? It's supernatural. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. (laughs) Don't lose the Ages, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So, I am so proud of them. I did practice that one yesterday a couple times, and everybody but Matthew thought it was, or everybody but Matthew, everybody but Jimmy thought it was funny. Matthew is, he, he loves it. So, this is what we've got. So, we're going to make these available to everyone who takes notes. So, if you're in a family and all four of you take notes, get four of them. If you're in a family and one of you take notes, just take one. Okay, but I'm going to tell you what it is. We're going to take like 20 minutes. I'm going to go through this thing in detail because I want you to understand what it's about. So in here, you're going to find several things. You're going to find sermon notes in here. When life is good and I'm listening to the Holy Spirit in a timely fashion, or Pastor Jim or Jared or whoever else teaches, you may actually get this handed out to you by our ushers and greeters with a basic outline or some some, uh, fill in the blanks or like, you know, some like pre-sermon notes to help you out, or it may be blank. Okay, so you're going to have that. What else do we have? We're going to have, hold on, we're going to do it. There we go. These are, we're going to have soap, not to clean yourself, but this is scripture, observation, application, prayer, which will, I mean, you can make this open analogy there, but this is for devotional reading of Matthew, because we're talking a lot about studying in depth, but I don't want us to forget the devotional side of reading. You're also going to find in here, I should stop carrying this around, I'm making a mess. You're going to find in here Greek words of Matthew. So as we talk about Greek words, we're going to create our own uh, Greek and English dictionary is in there. We're also going to have, this is called the people of Matthew. Uh, For those of you who, now I know you just graduated, so this might be a little much, but for you students, there's also the detailed version of the people of Matthew. So as we're going through this, you're going to be able to follow along. There's a map. We also have a timeline. It's blank, so you get to fill this out yourself. This is awesome. And memory work, because we're going to be doing some body-wide memory 
some scripture memory. Okay, so what you have in this binder right now is blank copies of all of those to get started. Okay, now also, oh, I dropped it. You can also get a cool Matthew sticker. So I'm not going to get skinny jeans, but I'm now putting stickers on my iPad. Look at that. That's as close as we're going to get. So what this is intended to do is to provide a structure and a framework because we're going to spend a long time in Matthew. And so we're going to build our very own study books. And so this is going to be a unique individual experience, but it's also going to be a body-wide experience. And so I think this is going to allow all of us to dig into this study in a much deeper level. And I also really feel like it's going to bring some unity to the body as we're all working on this together. Okay, so I, and I realize there's a, some of you, like Casey, that's something, I guess. Um, and this, this does not speak to you at all, and that's okay. It doesn't have to. But for some of us, this is really going to allow us... I mean, do you look back at Ephesians and go, man, I wish that weren't in seven journals? <laughs> you know, I could, could find that. And so this is going to help us organize. It's also going to help uh, me as the teaching pastor and our teaching team we're going to stick to this structure, and we're going to be bringing this back in front of you on a regular basis to try to keep us all on the same page. What's that? D- digital? Some of you said digital? Well, let us look at the church website. So this is the front page of heritagefellowship.us. Us. This is our website, heritagefellowship.us. I would say .us, but that's all for geocentric, so it's not us. So if you look on this website, you will notice a new button at the bottom. The red arrow is to draw your attention. It is not on the website. It says teaching resources, or you can click up there under media, and you'll see live stream podcast. Ooh, did he say podcast? And Sunday. If you click on Sunday, that will take you to the same place as clicking teaching resources, and it'll look like this. Oh, yes. So there's several things I'd like you to notice. First of all, you can go to heritagefellowship.us slash Sunday to get directly to this page. And the other thing I want you to notice is at the bottom, sermon feedback and questions, Heritage, it's teaching at heritagefellowship.us. So this whole binder thing is new for us. So if there are logistic issues, if there are questions, if there's a suggestion about, the, hey, have you ever thought about adding this page? Or could you do... Um, there's questions about the teaching, there are doctrinal concerns. Um, you just want to, you know, ask me what I'm having for lunch. If you'll send that, that'll go to the teaching team. Uh, and that's just a great way of, of providing feedback. I just threw that in there for you. Okay, so if you click Matthew Binder, up and down line blank, that will be a blank version of the Matthew Binder. So what you're going to find is this. And if you scroll down, you'll see this, right? So what that is is a PDF version of everything that's in here. So if you are so inclined, if you're an iPad user or you're new to the church and you still use Google products, that's fine too. We'll pray for you. Um, that was a joke. If you are new and use a Google product, that's fine, mostly. Um, you can download these PDFs and take notes uh, digitally. So that is, that's a great way of doing that. Also include the binder cover so you can like you know digitally make it there. Or if you want to print your own and get like a three-ring spiral or whatever, I mean, that's fine too. Um, these are copywritten, which means you have a right to copy them. 
Um, now, Lene came up with these, and part of her contract is on staff is she does all this stuff and doesn't get any money from it. So there you go. She's worked very, very hard. Having to put up with me, as you can ask Kara, is the hardest part of what she's had to do. So now, here's the other thing we're going to do. So that's all of those. Let's uh, go back here. Matthew Binder completed. No, that is not live yet because we're going to complete the binder together. Had that been done, I could tell you how long the series would be. I don't know. It's 28 chapters. You know, the over under, three and a half years. But what this is going to be is as we go through Sundays, this will become live and there will be uh, the notes for that Sunday filled out. And as Greek words come up, we're going to fill those out. And as um, people come up, we're going to fill those out. So if you miss a Sunday and you weren't able to catch on live stream, then, uh, and you didn't fill in the notes, then you can hop on there. You can print those out. You have those available. You could ask nicely, and uh, uh, one of the teaching team members could print those for you if you let us know so you have them. And you'll put those in your binder so it stays up to date and complete. Or you're like, hey, this is awesome, but... Um, are we not going to be able to invite anybody to church for the next three years? This is a great outreach tool. So when you're meeting somebody and they say, hey, I noticed everybody had a binder, you know, and you're on uh, Matthew chapter three. You're like, yeah, you know, we've been in this Matthew series for a couple years now. So we're on Matthew three. <laughs> and um, this way we can point them back to this information and, and they can have every single part of it. Nobody's going to come in and be behind the curve. Everybody's going to be able to have all that put in there. If you're like particularly studious and like you wrote down your thing, but you just want to see like what the answers were, <laughs> then you can get online and see it's not the answers. I'm probably going to do it myself. So it's what I thought. It just means like 12 pages, right? But you can go here. But I want everybody to know that one so that they can link to that and fill in their own binders. But so when you're inviting people, I mean, it's great. I mean, it's a great way to get somebody to come back. Like, hey, I know we have that binder. Tell you what, I'll get you a copy of everything we've done. And how about you meet me out here in the foyer? I'll bring some coffee. Meet me next week, 10 minutes before service, and I'll give you everything, right? It's a connection to have people come back, right? It's called a hook, but that sounds bad. But it's making a connection to say, listen, you're not left out. We want you to be a part of what we're doing as a family. We want everybody to come along. Good? Does that make sense? So I want, every, I want you to realize you can still invite people to come to church halfway through the series in 2025. So that's great. Um, now, this is exciting too, teaching blog, podcast notes, and video. If you click on that, you're going to get to the teaching blog. What this will have, and it's, it's nothing yet because we're starting this next week. This Again, this is the introduction to the series. But it's going to have the title, the speaker, there's notes. We're going to have a link to the audio or to the podcast of what we're doing. And we'll also have a link back to the live stream. And so, and they'll also have these cool categories. So here... Oh, I'm, yeah, right. I'm not even that tall. But here on this side, so they're going to archive by month, and they're going to be categories. So you can, you can click on a particular speaker, a particular day. It's going to make it easy to go back and find that series that you missed or that particularly awesome Sunday that Jared shared about something that you wanted to share to a friend at work. It's going to be a lot easier to link them back to this. Um, the other, so we're talking about podcasts. So yes, there is a podcast app, and if you click on that, we are, we're going to have podcasts now. It's going to be super exciting. We have one up right now. I'll tell you about that in a second. Um, this URL, if you copy that, that, that uh, HTTP blah, 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 that thing right there, 
If you copy that, and it's on the website. These are screenshots from the website. Don't feverishly write this down. Just remember, heritagefellowship.us. Okay? If you copy that into like your iTunes thing, then you're subscribed to it, and every week you're going to get the podcast automatically delivered. Uh, if, if I should, I mean, I should be more optimistic and say when, but if Apple approves us, then you'll be able to search for us and find it directly. But either way, you could put that in, and we'll have podcasts. Those will probably be up um, by Monday evening, the Sunday after. Uh, they won't be up before service because, yeah. <laughs> It's what we were talking about. It's going to show up there. So that would be great. Um, now, I will say this. Right now, Shannon Stiles' message from last week is up and live. So you can go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you'll be ready. And I will just say, all of you ladies that stood up and were here yesterday for the Mamahood event, we've put this teaching up for you. Um, if you were here last week, then you know you need to listen to it again. And if you weren't here last week, then you can listen to it for the first time. But Shannon did a fantastic job last week. And um, just particularly thinking about yesterday being the, the Mamahood Mother's Day event, there's just, I think, a lot still there for us. So it's there. You should click on it. Um, if, if you're a guest and you're like, I don't know about subscribing to this because I don't want to hear that guy every week show up on my phone, then you can click it and play it right into uh, right out of the web browser window. So heritagefellowship.us. Click on podcast and you'll get here. Um, anybody else excited? All right, I know that feels a lot like syllabus day. But I, I, I preach first to get you excited about all this stuff. But I, I just, you know, if for no other reason, I feel like the Holy Spirit said do this. But as we've done it, there has just been a real life to this. And I, I really am excited to see what the Holy Spirit's going to do with this. Um, it will, will grow and adjust and transform and, and really do want your God's feedback. This is for you. This is for us. HeritageFellowship.us, this is for us. Um, and so I want it to be a valuable resource. Now, I know at this point what you are all thinking, I'm sold. Where do I get one of these books? Nobody get up just yet, but, but I will tell you, these are available today in the foyer. Right? So uh, for the low, low cost of the no dollars, free... Free 99. Not even 99. Free, free, free. <laughs> have the same ring to it. We also have some stickers for you. So, I mean, I'm envisioning like some Matthew pens and maybe a Matthew coffee cup. And I don't know. We'll see. Um, the life and teaching of Jesus. It's going to be fun. It's going to be life changing. It's going to require something of us. You can come every Sunday and sit and listen and leave and you'll be blessed. But if we are willing to put the time and work in Sunday mornings, Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and make Matthew part of our quiet time, part of our study time, part of our devotional reading, if we will be willing to use these tools, then I really think that we're going to be changed in a much deeper way. I'm encouraging all of us to make a commitment to the book of Matthew. You did it with the book of Ephesians. Now, let me just say a few things. I know I've been having lots of jokes. 
I, I do not intend to spend two years per three chapters in the book of Matthew. It's a different genre. It's a different style. It, it's not an epistle. It's not a letter. It's a gospel. Uh, and so I, I really do not expect that we are going to take uh, sentence by sentence or word by word or preposition by preposition apart in the book of Matthew. Now, there may be times that we dig in deeply into one particular passage, but for the most part, we will move through the book in a, uh, a quicker fashion, not because it's less important, not because it's longer, and I think that I have a short attention span. It's just the way it was written is intended to be digested in larger uh, pieces and larger chunks. And so we're not actually going to spend like nine or 12 years in the book of Matthew. Now, let's be honest, there are 28 chapters. It may be two or three years. Um, you could spend a lifetime studying about Jesus. You could spend eternity studying about Jesus. I pray that everyone in this room does. Um, and I also pray that Sunday mornings don't feel like that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, church feels like an eternity studying Matthew. He's just getting us ready. Um, yeah. Matthew wrote the way he wrote, the style, the order, on purpose. And I think we're going to see a whole lot of the Holy Spirit's intention in what he said and how he said it and the order he put it in. And we're going to dig into that and just ask the Holy Spirit to deepen our understanding and appreciation. But not from a merely academic standpoint, but we want to have our lives changed. But not just because we want to have our lives changed, because we want to see our church changed. And not just because we want to see the church changed. We want to see the world changed. Not to be like us, but to be like Jesus. Because truthfully, I don't want to be like me. And I don't want you to be like you. I want us all to be like Jesus. And as we're willing to stare long and hard into the face of Jesus and to study who he was and what he did and what he said, we're going to find ourselves move beyond information into revelation, into transformation, not just for the point of being made like Jesus, but for the point of drawing others to Jesus and seeing our entire world changed by the power of the gospel. And I'm excited about that.